0: Welcome to the Dreams and Money Podcast, the ultimate guide to creating and living your best life. Join me as I talk to inspiring, trailblazing millennials who are breaking barriers and being bosses in their careers and personal lives. Well, okay, nice. you ready? Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. Okay, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of the Dreams and Money podcast. I am your host, Noms, and I have two beautiful, talented, amazing guests with me today. Yeah. On the left, I have Coco, who is an event manager, an artist manager, nice. and host nice. as well, host extraordinaire as well as Poppy, who is a radio presenter Mm -hmm. as well as a filmmaker. So welcome, girls. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. How's your day been? What's been going on in your world? It's been okay today. I was
1: just thinking about it. Today's been okay. It's not anything hectic um it's just a casual day yeah, yeah.
2: casual day for me yeah. just organizing reshuffling
0: all of that stuff no we like that we're booked and busy i know booked both of you are of course both of you in the entertainment industry and you're yes. doing so much mm-hmm. so first of all before we even begin i just want to give both a few props for all the work that you're doing and just okay. contributing to <laughs> the entertainment industry and just to the culture that we are building mm-hmm. as africans and just as black people yeah. in the diaspora so mm-hmm. like claps thank to you girls you. thank you to you thank you, yeah, <laughs> no, you, thank you. it's, thank you. it's, it's my pleasure to have you so i want to get into your filmmaking poppy yes. and you recently released your first documentary film it's not out
1: yet it's gonna come
0: out okay. end of so this it's month coming out soon so yeah. make sure you check it out and yes. it's about black women and our bodies tell me more about that
1: um so i'll just tell you the when inspired it um i actually trigger warning wanted to make a documentary about eating disorders in the black community because they're often hidden overlooked and people are stigmatized if they do have it because like not a black woman's thing Mm -hmm. um i and in the process, I wasn't able to find willing participants. Understandably, it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah. So I decided to uh, create a documentary on something I felt like everyone could relate to, especially myself, like struggling with accepting your body, feeling comfortable in your body. And more specifically, in the context of being African, because at some point you might, if you're on the slimmer end, get made of fun of because you're too skinny. Um, to be a black or African girl and if you're a curvy black girl and you go into the white world, it's like, oh, you you thick you're too thick. So it's yeah. a very, very like two-in-one experience for black girls. Yeah.
0: And Coco, you've seen the yeah, documentary so I've seen that, there yeah. was a release. What did you think about the documentary and what was your takeaway from it?
2: It was amazing. Like for me, it was one I have to give you a props. Thank you. Like yeah. it was one of the things um that I struggle with too. So I was like, okay, cool, this is a great talking point. This is a great way to, you know, get people in the black community, especially mm. women and men, not just women, yes. but being able to talk about it, talk about their struggles. And I saw all of that on screen. I saw people being vulnerable, um, which is definitely missing in in our industry right now so it was amazing yeah. like it was which there, is so
0: hard to do i think sometimes we do have these conversations but we have them in secret or in our yeah, little yeah. group so you know you talk to your best friend about it or maybe your sister but to openly share the struggles that you have with mm, your exactly. you know maybe like your confidence your physical body mm-hmm. how you see yourself how you yeah. perceive yourself mm-hmm. and sometimes in comparison to others especially with social media now like how were you able to get women to trust you and open up and say this is what I struggle with um I
1: think because I I was able to give them full context and explain my story why I wanted to Mm. create the documentary um just just painting out the long-term vision for them and also them wanting to also express that so it was a combination I guess so thank you to the women who trusted me yeah what (laughs) what did you
0: as a, for you personally, what did you want to get out of it, kind of putting these stories out there and starting this conversation? um I wanted to help, st- well, start
1: facilitating like more healthier dialogue within our community because a lot of times, a lot of it's often the elders in our community, they make comments about our bodies, especially. It, you could have put on weight, you could have lost weight, but you know, sometimes you don't yep. want to talk that about that it. I don't mean, don't just, talk me that. <laughs> you don't, ah, don't want to well, talk about it. You've been
0: eating. Yeah. You've ah, so, Yeah. Ah, you must eat. Look how skinny you are. Yeah. So sometimes auntie, those things can uh, be
1: very triggering. So um I just wanted us to be able to have deeper and more complex um conversations about maybe why we look the way we look and sometimes it's just fine to go through whatever you're going through. And sometimes it's just just too much shaming in our community. For sure. Mm, Definitely.
0: Would you both say, like, what has your relationship with your own body been and how you perceive yourself and sort of, like, your confidence? Has it changed over time from when you were a teenager to now? What's that journey been like? Mm, I would definitely say that mine's
2: changed drastically. So I was a bigger girl. I would say a fluffier girl. Yeah. (laughs) When I was younger. And, um, yeah, I was thick. And obviously thicker than the average black girl in school I would say and um people pointed that out Mm. so I spent I actually went to America got sick and came back and I lost weight and I saw how drastically people were like changing the way they dealt with me like even if it's like I felt more respect and I felt more you know I mean things like that so more attention yeah more attention so from there I think um I started modeling so that was like being you know being a bigger girl and then like being thrust into modeling Mm. And seeing that I was still bigger than them, yeah. do you know what I mean. But I was, people like wanted me to be in their music videos and things like that, and celebrating and, your and body. celebrating it. So I was like, oh, this is nice, this is different. And then um, I kind of just realized that I have a body type that if I do eat excessively, I will gain weight <laughs> yeah. excessively. So I had, a, I kind of had to like balance what I ate and um, figured out, you know, what works for me. So I think at now. I'm more confident than ever, but that doesn't yeah. mean that I, I still don't want, you know, the, the BBL. And,
0: you know, <laughs> thing like that. Let's be honest. You don't, like. like, but yeah, well, that, curvaceous that curvaceous body type. Body. But um,
2: I, I do think that I am more confident with telling people, well, oh, this is the way I am. Mm. I don't like it or don't. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah.
0: You, you said something where you said, I realized people treated me differently mm-hmm. when I came back and I had a different body and mm-hmm. I was slimmer. Yeah. And this is a conversation I've seen come up online a little bit more, especially with TikTok and people just being honest. Yes. um, Which is something I love about that app. Mm -hmm. Um, How did that feel for you seeing that people are now treating me differently? They give me more respect. I'm getting maybe more attention from men and women, more compliments or, you know, like less shaming of my body and more positive affirmations of who I am. How did that make you feel? It made me feel
2: amazing. Like it would be, it would be dumb to say like, I wasn't feeling great but yeah. I think because I was my social group at that time was much older than the, like my my peers do you know yeah. what I mean? so all of them it was it was mad to see how okay in a few years I'm still going to have issues with my body if I don't accept how totally I mm-hmm. am now if that makes yeah. sense and yeah. then also just coming into my skin a little bit more. So, like, when they're giving me compliments, I'm like, yeah, I know, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, cool, thank you. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just that kind of evolution. So you got um, to a
0: space where you're, like, you embraced it. You yeah, like, I definitely. wait, I'm a it. sexy. Yeah,
2: I definitely embraced it. And I think when I started embracing it, other people started embracing it mm-hmm. even yes. more. So. It was definitely like a catch twenty two, but it worked out for me. So. Yeah.
0: What about you, Poppy? What What's your journey been like with your body and confidence?
1: It's just been uh, up and down, It's like a roller coaster. Um, growing up, being slim, um, being made fun of for being slim, and then you know you start to feel out like at some point, and it's like a complimentary, but then also, it's yeah, it's just it's just it's been a weird one. Um, Because there was a phase I was just so reliant on what people said to me, if they Mm. complimented me or not. I was like, uh, so, but now I don't rely on people's compliments or for them to try and tear me down for me to feel bad. Mm. Um, It's more so about me telling myself I look good and also doing the necessary work, eating healthy, exercising, um, that helps me feel better overall yeah so yeah. You, you got yeah. to a
0: space where it's like you know my confidence comes from within yes i'm not gonna live by your word and i'm not gonna live for your compliments and yes. i also won't die by your criticism either uh, basically amazing. yeah you yeah. said it perfectly that <laughs> that part like that I'm, a that part, bee, yeah. 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 I'm a bad b regardless whether yeah. you I mean, think i'm a bad yeah. b whether you don't think i'm a bad b whether you compliment me or not i'm beautiful i'm
2: amazing i'm, I'm a, sexy that whole bad b thing i think it's just like again we have to also realize that like there's like an unattainable, what's the word I'm looking for? Like beauty vision, standard. yeah, beauty standard. And yeah. it's like, as much as you try to get close to that, you start to realize that even people that are, uh, at that point are not, not really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, be yourself, do what you want to do. If you want to call me a bad bee, thank you very much. If you don't, <laughs> honey, I'm, I'm still yeah. good. You know it is is so, what it is. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it is. It is. Um,
0: let's talk about a bit, cause both of you are in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry yes. and you yeah. see, you know, a lot of behind the scenes mm-hmm. things. Um, how do you think one has impacted your career? So sort of like your your physical outlook Mm -hmm. and how is it, or if it hasn't impacted your careers or helped it grow further? You know, Mm -hmm. has there been any sort of privileges that have come with the way that you look and maybe it's a privilege (laughs) if you can call it that. (laughs) Let's talk about it.
2: I mean, (laughs) you go first you um, go first pretty privileged okay? it's, real. Like, it's, let's, real. Let's, it's real let's be honest yes, it's, it's definitely real, real. It's real. Um, I feel like it's been formed and shaped by even being like first generation people from Africa in, in, in the UK and mm, yeah. do you know what I mean all of that stuff I feel like I I think as women we benefit more obviously from men yeah. within the industry yeah. so if you are pretty and you need something from a place that just happens to have a guy that's running it or mm-hmm. whatever then yeah more than likely you're gonna push through when it comes to <laughs> backstage like let's be honest like when it, when it comes yeah. to things that are you
0: know so you know, access to certain access to things, things yeah. or just, you know what I mean yeah
2: I, I definitely feel like that is the case um, mm. and I also see women that Maybe wouldn't say they have pretty privilege or don't maybe believe in themselves or not. I've seen that effect on them. Do you know what I mean as well? Really? Yeah, I've like I've seen you know people not being able to get in certain places or people you know not being able to like access certain things, mm. and seeing the look on their face. You know what I mean? It's like. But then, why is this girl going through? that? okay.
0: So as a result of their looks, yeah, of their looks. Okay. okay. So being so, let's say, let's just say, for instance, I think this is um, an example that's I guess sometimes been used. So I think there was a club in Central London called District, and how they were letting in women. You know, who looked a certain way yeah. and, you know, colorism was, was also a part to do with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a privilege. And the fact that certain women of maybe a certain body size yeah. or um, color were not able to get into mm-hmm. certain spaces. And that does translate into even the opportunities that come your way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because And people's willingness to extend their hand to support you and to help you in mm-hmm. your ventures mm-hmm. because of the way you look. Really, if we're going to be honest about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: um, it's, it's just one of those things where as a woman, you have to, for me, you have to be conscious of it because there's other people that are not able to access certain things that you might be. Yeah. And as, well, as, as much as, as long as you're going into those rooms, not pompous and not like, oh, this is the reason why, um, then I think it's fine to use. But um, I think it's one of those things where like, you, you just have to kind of be humble about it i feel like if you're if you're pretty and you get access to the rooms amazing there's nothing wrong with people giving you access because of that but don't don't maybe stop other women from
0: bring people up Yeah. absolutely Mm. yeah like you use that privilege to also support others and to bring them up and to bring them into the room with Mm. you that's my point um and i feel like that's also something that is i wanted to talk about as well just sort of like your networks and Mm. continuing to build those and i've seen I think just this summer or just this year has Mm -hmm. shown me like the power of networking, the power of the people that you not necessarily hang around with, Mm. but the people that you connect with, Mm -hmm. build relationships with and authentic relationships too. Of course. Um, I would say like for myself, this is just a, an example you know we were connected mm-hmm. um a few weeks ago now wait yeah, how long was that, it maybe like, like a, month, a month
2: yeah a month, a a month ago <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
0: and from that you then were like okay Noms, I've got this event coming up but I can't do it can you do it instead mm-hmm. and you you know you put me in a position where I was able to host an event or co-host an event because you were like okay you know what? I can't do it but let me give it to my friend course, mm-hmm. yeah. and because of that I was then able to go on and then be booked for something else just based off the fact that a friend of mine was like actually let me bring in noms yeah. to do it for me yeah. you know so how for you girls has that affected your careers in terms of like your network and the people you know and the people that you shake hands with um is in how you build the network or? yeah yeah um has it been influential you, in your career yeah it's it's
1: a major part um in my career mm-hmm. um i think it would be very quite impossible to build a career without a network. How I got my radio show was through someone recommending me. Um how I even started making my documentary was cuz my friend was like you need to do this mm-hmm. and he obviously had the resources and just like even being able to screen it in the venue, I screened it in it was my friend who co- put me in contact with the venue owner. Um so a lot of things you yeah, it helps when you have a network, and if you don't, you have to build one. Put yourself out there, be in the spaces that you want to work in. So,
0: but mm. not everybody has that confidence. I even if just, you don't have it, you must force it. You <laughs> must force, it, like, <laughs> force yourself. No, honestly, just the
1: confidence.
2: With me, I would say I suffer from social anxiety. So like, yeah. I have. I wouldn't a, think a that. Big, I, no one ever does. But yeah. like, it's, it's usually it's, like yeah, that. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Because obviously, it's in my head. So it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, being in front of people, I don't mind being in front of people, but I think it's, like, the overwhelming feeling of okay I know that I need to I need to get this this and this Mm. but I don't want to build fake relationships to get and that's you know what I mean so that's
0: my thing of like I don't want to force anything I don't want to force it but then
2: I have an artist like Tracy Selassie who's Mm -hmm. out there who's do you know I mean doing amazing things so I also have to be out there and Mm. doing amazing things and I think it's just having like with me she's been a massive help obviously with um you know our relationship in terms of like giving me the space to grow to do that mm. because again not every artist probably wants that manager just like in every room and it's every do you know what I mean but yeah with me I've been honest about my limitations in terms of you know what I can do what I can't and it's helped me grow into a space where I'm like do you know what let me put myself out like this I would never do so like, like a, a podcast. But yeah like a podcast I would never do but um obviously now I've I'm more confident I feel like definitely the network is extremely important Um, getting yourself out there is extremely important and building the confidence is major Uh, hundred percent like it's okay
0: so for someone else who's like i also suffer from social anxiety i'm an introvert Mm -hmm. i'm not as confident and i'm just more comfortable being in my house Mm -hmm. what advice would you give them and say do you know what maybe try this or maybe follow these steps and this will help you to mm. not only build your network, but mm-hmm. to build your confidence yeah. and overcome yeah. your social anxiety. So yeah.
2: uh, so for me, it was
0: attending
2: random events by myself. Oh, same. Like it was literally attending random events by myself. I went on Eventbrite and booked like <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> ten, 10 different events. I think yeah. I went to like five of them, yeah. but at every event mm-hmm. and every event was coming closer and closer towards the industry that I'm in so the first one was had nothing to do with music but you know at the end of it I was at a listening party and I was talking to people and I was you know introducing myself and my artists and what I do so I I definitely feel like that is something if you want to get out there major key alert and also social media like I feel like it's easier to have um an Instagram confidence yeah like it's easier to have fake confidence so like talking to someone online for me was easier than right
1: meeting them in person
2: yeah. but after i got over that hump i was able to like go out and yeah. do all of that so th- that would be basically my advice
1: yeah for that. um I, my advice is similar i don't think unless you do something you're gonna actually ever overcome mm-hmm. any insecurities you may have or be able to build confidence in that area so if you know maybe you feel insecure about talking in front of people don't have to throw yourself in the deep end but like um Coco said step by step get there if you know okay let me just talk to a random person a day just to get yes, a, li- a, little a little less little. awkward in myself let me do that <laughs> or let me try to do that um so yeah I think just bit by bit build your confidence do everything that you think you can't do even if it flops just do it
0: because exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of takes away that like fear or uncertainty because mm. once you've done it it doesn't look as eerie uncertain so yeah
0: I agree Um, And I think for me, it's also just fake it till you make it. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's also a huge part of like going into somewhere and realizing other people are some probably in your same position. Mm. Someone else is probably like here thinking, oh, my God. You know, I'm a bit scared or I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Like what if they think I'm like that weirdo or what if they think I'm a beg, which is also another thing that, you know, like makes people kind of hold back and not interact with others Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I don't want to appear as a beg or like I'm trying to force relationships for the Mm -hmm. sake of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And something I read online, actually, let me let me bring it up. 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 I want to read it out so you girls can let me know what you think. So it said, so this was a tweet and Mm -hmm. somebody said, in this London creative scene, newcomers aren't accepted till they show. They have some clout behind them Mm -hmm. and creative circles don't work with outsiders too tough unless they can gain something from it. What do you think?
2: Um, I agree to an extent. Okay, you agree? I agree to an extent because I also was a newcomer. So I know how I would say techie it
0: was
2: (laughs) was for me to for me to talk to people but I also know that like again building the confidence to knock those doors down Mm. is so key like I literally do not care if you say no because to me yeah you're just saying no for the moment and I can Probably figure out how to get to a yes. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So also Um,
0: sometimes figuring out why they said no. It's not personal. It's not not personal It's really sometimes not
2: personal. Like you're... Probably rarely you'll find people that generally just have an issue with you. Just to have an An issue with you. Do you know what I mean? And it's usually the women in the industry. Sorry to be a bit controversial. It's usually (laughs) the women in the industry. But I've also been welcomed by women. Like I've also been kind of like sheltered by women yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I just think once you have the confidence to knock down the doors, mm-hmm. to figure out why the no the no is a no, mm-hmm. and you can turn it into a yes, I think that's that's the major key. Um, I, I
1: kind of have a different mm-hmm. kind of outlook. Uh, I've been lucky in the sense that a lot of people that I've connected with tend to believe in me. Not everyone I've reached out to believes in me, but sometimes I've had people reach out to me and like, I think you're going to be good for this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't nah. see it. And they're like, no, yeah. no, please, please, just do it, just do it. I think you can do it. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Um, yeah, there's, I don't know. Just like, I think sometimes it's also a bit of luck in terms of who j- who sees something in you that maybe you don't see at the time. So I don't think it's always like p Always, you having to show yourself. Always having to gain clout. Someone could just catch you and be like, "Actually, I think you might be good at this. Do you want to give it a try?" So
0: yeah, and yeah. they see something in you. That yeah, sometimes you don't even see in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, me really. Yeah, and um, I think it also goes back to what we're just talking about: putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, and just create whether like your content creator or whatever you do. just yeah. just doing it and putting it out there and just being like, you know what. As long as I've done my bit, mm. I'll let the, as people say, the universe, or I'll let God do, do the what do he, the yeah. he needs to do. Mm. Um, and I will definitely say that rings true for myself as well, where I've gotten opportunities to do certain things. I'm like, I can't believe you thought of me. Yes. Mm. Or yeah. I can't believe you actually believe in me so yeah. much that yeah. you would trust me with your vision mm. or you would trust me to do X, Y, Z. You would trust me to host your event mm. and to do a good job. Mm. Or you trust me to come and co-host a podcast with Mm -hmm. you and trust that i will do a good job of keeping your your listeners engaged or whatever so it really is just one of those things where it's like once you get over the first hurdle it's Mm -hmm. like something else comes up Mm. and then a new opportunity comes up and then this like this door opens up that you would have never thought of before yeah and you're like oh okay um something that also happened to me was someone reached out to me on instagram and they were like hey i want to do xyz can you help me and i was like really like how did you find me where did you Literally. find me yeah like, and the yeah. fact that you thought i would be like the perfect person to help you with this is honestly mind-blowing to me because i would have never thought mm-hmm. to put myself out there or, or to even reach out even if i wanted to because mm-hmm. right. i'm like i'm scared <laughs> yeah, i feel like that is like
2: god dropping for me it's god or the universe yeah whatever you yeah. prescribe to but like just dropping little hints that you're good enough. Yeah. And other people are going to see it. like mm. Even if you don't. Do right. you know and you're mean? going and then, the right direction. And you're going yes. the right direction. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I get, definitely agree yeah. with that
0: too. And there's also things I've tried where it's like, God is like, nah, it's not for you. <laughs> Drop See, it out.
1: Drop it's it okay. out. Do you know what I mean?
2: Like, yeah, I think that rings true with relationships as well. Like in, yes. within the industry too, like the, it, you're not going to get along with everybody. And yeah. yes. not everybody, and every... not everybody that you're going to work it's, with yeah. is going to be amazing. Some yes. things will be successful. Some things won't. But mm-hmm. what you have to guarantee is that you don't stop. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you and you don't stop to allow the haters or the naysayers to you know put you down. But you I was gonna, gonna say, them. in
1: addition to that, and just because you like with like someone or you have a good connection with them, it doesn't mean it's gonna translate into a good working relationship because right. that's yeah. happened to me. I was like cool with someone, tried to work. That's <coughs> happened to me too. <laughs> yeah. It was the biggest <laughs> flop.
0: Ah. Ah, oh, girl. I, like, we're wow. we're, we're not even friends anymore. Wow, it is. It happens sometimes. It, it, yeah, it, unfortunately. It so yeah, let's, let's talk about working mm-hmm. with friends and how that can be um sometimes the most amazing things to happen mm-hmm. and sometimes a slippery slope yeah, that yeah. just goes terribly wrong. Yeah,
2: I would say with me, um I'm really because I'm very selective about who I you know, work with or put in my inner Mm. circle. But I would love to work with anybody. So I'm open to work with anybody. But when I've had an experience of working with a friend and I would say that it was, in the beginning was great because we thought we were going the same direction. Yeah, you thought you had the same vision. Yeah, we thought we had the same vision. And then obviously that quickly unraveled into, okay, what that person wanted to do and what I wanted to do, completely different things, when we actually realized it. And at that point, we had entered into a few other projects so it was like oh, oh. do you know what i mean so, so that, now yeah. it's harder to now get out of now it's harder to continue sh- yeah, yeah to get out of certain things but mm. um i think with me like again we're not going to be friends with everybody as long as you keep it cool aesthetic yes. you keep it cool and casual like in terms of your relationship mm. you don't you know fall into the trap of bad mouthing each other or oh yes 100% things i agree like with that. that i think yeah. everybody can can live because me I'm the type of person that can sit next to, I don't like to say enemy, but someone that I may not necessarily see. I get along with, with. yeah. And nobody would ever know that me, I I have a problem with that Mm. person. But then there's other people that I know within the industry too, that can't be next to
0: a person that That, they have an issue with. So there's no hiding it. You can tell it all over their face. Yeah, all over their face and stuff like that. So
2: I guess it's just finding the right balance. And for me, I don't necessarily feel like I'm going to work with friends in that capacity again, but I will put, if I do, I will have stru- like structure in place to yes. stop anything bad from happening. Yes. And that's all you can do. You could just try it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: no, what I about agree. for you Poppy? I agree. I think if you're going to work with friends, keep it profen- as yes. professional as possible yeah. because when the lines are blurred is when is when I think tension and resentment builds because uh, let's say there's deadlines to work to because your friends, ah, anyways, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's probably, I'll, I'll bring it in next week. Yeah. You know? But when, if you're working with someone else, you'd honor that deadline, but because you're so comfortable around me, not everyone does this, but maybe in my specific mm-hmm. uh, scenario, it was like, deadlines are not being missed, are being missed. And then, but I was also like, oh, it's a friend. I don't really wanna, you know, Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. let me just allow it. It's gonna be done on time. It's cool. And then, yeah, it's just, just know, just know if you're going to work together, make sure you guys are very professional and mm-hmm. keep the friendship aside. aside yeah. yeah.
0: But it's so difficult to it is. not cross those boundaries. And it then and it- next thing you know, it's like, oh, but you didn't do this. Or maybe let's just say you have a business together, mm-hmm. you know, and they're saying, oh, but you didn't do X, Y, Z. Therefore, we didn't do, you know, the next step. So the business is behind or mm-hmm. is failing because of you.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say that. Like I've been in scenarios. Tell it,
0: tell <laughs> it. This, this is Expose a safe space. I'm just safe space. It's just between the three of us. No, of, of course, of course. This is and girl. the listeners. No, ex- <laughs> we, want, we want names as well. No, I'm joking. I, I, I can't <laughs> give names. But what, j- I, what I will joking, say is that um, I'm really good at
2: checking my emotions at the door. And some people find that weird. Like some people mm. find it weird that I'm able to walk into a room mm. and have an issue with someone and not,
0: you know, not not make it known. make it known or feel some type of way or and i I awkward. really feel
2: like that's my one of my superpowers i don't feel like that's a limitation for me but like no, that to, is that is the strength to another person it might seem like oh she's cold Do yeah you know what i mean or, or she's 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 not really <sighs> you know the whole like fake it till you make it thing yeah i'm pretty much doing that in the situation but like obviously when i get out i'll have the moment to myself mm-hmm. yeah Do you know what i mean but um i'm really good at that so again i feel like it's com. Is it compartmentalizing? Yeah, kind it could of. Be. Like, yeah. could be. Yeah, just yeah. kind of like for me, checking your emotions at the door. If I need to go and do a job, if I need to go and do a hosting, or someone's in a room, or I need to leave early, I don't mind doing that. I just mm. want to make sure the night goes well, and I'm making sure that I do everything in my power and my job description. Right. Do you know what yes. I mean? And no- nobody can say past that point that Coco didn't try or Coco mm. didn't do everything that she needed to do. Do you know what I mean? So I, I guess it's a learning curve and I'm constantly learning. I'm still very young. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's, like
0: so it's like- it's, it's a learning it's definitely process a learning curve, and it's yeah. a journey. It's a journey. hundred percent, mm. yeah. What um, are some things that you have maybe witnessed or experienced within the entertainment industry that you think, I wish I knew this before I entered or- if i knew xyz and did xyz before i entered you know i would be maybe in a better position or maybe i would have pushed myself a bit forward much quicker
1: Mm -hmm. um my thing the biggest thing i've learned this year is that you are 100 percent accountable for yourself yes you can find people to collaborate with yes you can find people that believe in you and push you but you are accountable for yourself all the way um yeah, that's the healthiest way, in my opinion, to look at your success and your journey. Because then you are not attaching your success or failures to people. Oh, it, that's a
0: good yeah. one. Mm-hmm, that's that's a, yeah. a good one. And it just kind of made me think about how, like, I feel like there, there are certain cliques. Mm-hmm. Um, as that, that tweet mentioned that I read out, you know, there are clicks and there are, like, little groups that, yeah. mm-hmm, you know, like, yeah. are sometimes unpenetratable right Mm -hmm. um and you try to maybe people try to associate themselves with certain individuals or be seen with certain individuals because it kind of gives them the stamp of approval from either the rest of the world or whoever they're trying Mm -hmm. to i guess get approval Mm -hmm. from i feel like that can be a slippery slope as well where it ends up you feel like your success is attached to certain individuals and Mm -hmm. you're not working on your own projects or you're not working hard enough or contributing as you should yes because you're relying yeah. on this other person to put you on basically yeah that's basically I, I, it that's
2: i couldn't have yeah. said it better myself <laughs> i think it's like again like with the clicks, we we're humans do you know what i mean so like people are naturally going to gravitate to certain yeah, to people other people of course i don't necessarily agree with the whole okay, so now we're a clique and we're not letting anybody through mm. <laughs> kind of scenario. So, no, you me you me can girls, sit yeah, with us. Yeah, like, you can sit with us. <laughs> yeah, like, that whole thing because, again, like, and those, I find with those type of people, they get annoyed when you try to create your own table, if that makes sense. So, you know, like, when they're like, oh, have a seat at the table and yeah. stuff. Yes. I feel people, Some some people get annoyed when you try to create your own, mm. but, for me i'm never coming from a malicious place do you know what i mean so if i try to create my own table i'm always giving props to whoever, whoever i gave you that space whoever or... gave me that space whoever gave me the connect whoever gave me like i talk like to people in the industry for me like i kind of studied a few people's blueprints and i was like i reached out to them and i was like look i'm trying to get into the industry i've literally studied everything that you've done from this i'm giving you your props like this is amazing have you got any advice for me mm, usually yeah. most of the time they gave me amazing advice which mm. i implemented right the other times they were you know holding their cards to their chest and i mm. said okay that's fair enough but i will still see them eventually because mm. i'm just a nice person yeah Do you know what i mean so you you will kind of like break down your defenses because i'm just genuinely a nice person mm. and i'm able to um I'm a visionary, do you know what I mean? Like Mm. I I see, I get people to see the bigger picture or Mm. to see what can be created from that. And I feel like if everybody does that, then there'll be less of that mean girl kind of connotation, attitude to it. But yeah, that's Mm. just what I think.
0: One thing I do appreciate is actually other people like giving a leg up to -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is again, a random example. So... You may have seen, it was Davido's birthday and he decided that he was going to ask his peers, mm-hmm, yeah. ask his friends yes. for... Um, Donations. What was it? Yeah. Donations. I think it was think like... It was 1 million naira or something. 1 million naira, which is equivalent to what? Maybe like... I'm the worst. with <laughs> yes,
2: I never... I do But no, essentially, honestly.
0: he's then managed to get in total about 200 million naira. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that was
2: around like 400 and something thousand, thousand dollars. Or yeah, so like. it's, it's
0: definitely... at the least like four hundred thousand dollars which is a lot of money and that he's a been able to get from his peers and his Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. in the space of what two to three days um of course there were people like why are you guys giving this rich millionaire um in his own right and also the son of a billionaire why are you giving him money you know like Mm complaining which is then also turned and actually gave the money to charity which is absolutely amazing but i say that point to say that I feel like it's a testament to how he's helped other people Mm -hmm. and pulled them up. And because he's given his hand out to pull other people Mm -hmm. up into the industry Mm -hmm. or contribute Mm -hmm. to their careers in one way or another, whether it was a feature Mm -hmm. or something of that sort or collaborating with them and giving, you know, just Mm -hmm. amplifying the platform that they had already. um, I just feel like that's a testament to just Mm -hmm. like when you support other people and give them a hand, like it will always come back to you. Mm -hmm. It
2: will definitely always come back to you. That in itself, like... Mm -hmm. Nigeria is um, a place of amazing talent, hidden talent. I think it's like one of the places where like, you know, poverty is, is so, is mad. That, yeah, do you know what I mean? so rife. The disparity between the rich and the poor is crazy. There's mm. no middle class. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're constantly working to hustle. So for him to do that, even if it's, you know, like $20, $30 for one single person, like, one person's salary per month could be that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So exactly. that in itself is, is an amazing feat. Um, and the ability to have, again, like you said, people pour into you mm. because you've been pulling them up or because you've been helping them. I'm not sure exactly. he even takes money for features and stuff. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's one of those, like, if I help you in the future, mm. you could possibly help me. But not even doing it because of that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just actually gen- generally um, helping them and then mm. receiving the rewards. I think calm is an, it could be an amazing thing and it can also be the B word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean? So um, yeah, I definitely agree with what he's done. It's
0: amazing. Definitely. Um, What are some things we can look forward to to both of you giving us in the next maybe year or what are you working on? What projects mm-hmm. are you con- currently like working on behind the yeah, scenes? Um Of course, you guys,
1: if you do not listen to radio, am I allowed to say the radio show? Yes, of course, <laughs> of course. Please okay. do plug yourself. Uh, yeah, in. make sure if you guys want to hear I'm at piano Tracks, latest news from Southern Africa that you're listening to cover the culture, cover the culture mm-hmm. on Tribe Urban every Tuesday. So I do that every Tuesday from 8... Am I saying the right time? Eight till eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's on Tribe Urban. So
0: eight to eleven PM.
1: Eight till eleven PM. Yes, Tribe Urban Radio, mm-hmm. and I've obviously officially releasing my documentary on the thirtieth of November. It's called "Black Women Are Most Likely to Nobody Cares." Long title, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm actually uh, developing the second documentary, starting to develop that, Amazing. and I'm working. I can't really say what the other thing coming up is but I've got like uh two people I'm working with it's gonna be focused on music and it's outside of radio okay. that's the closest thing I can say that's
0: amazing love yeah. it love I'm it, it. um before we move on how have you felt about the summer we've had in, uh, in terms piano, of piano oh. and everything happening it's
1: just been lit man mm. I was like um got a bit emotional when um I went to Amafest and I was watching Kesper perform. Everyone was like singing the lyrics. I saw him getting emotional. I didn't cry, but you could see he was like <laughs> <laughs> overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to see Casper for-, <laughs> <So laughs> for like ten years, <laughs> yes. and he's in front of me." Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just been amazing. Um. I've met some of the artists and just great vibes it's just amazing and i'm happy to see southern african music or south african music like go global finally
0: yeah of course yeah what can we look forward from you miss coco
2: um well i still have the amazing artist tracy selassie so she's been in artist development for close to a year now i think it's about like 10 months so look forward to amazing new music from her from next february and what kind of music Um, is it so she would, it would basically be Afrofusion, but she's come up for me. She's come up with a completely new sound. So I'm nice. I'm so excited. Like it's, it's amazing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also like curating her own show. She's also doing, she's bringing back a show that she had called Tracing Lines, where she was basically performing like covers and bringing other acts on and other oh, artists and nice. friends and stuff like that. And with me, with my company, I, I do a lot. So I took, maybe like two months now to basically just restructure everything. Cause um, my company obviously does management. We do events, we do event decor, we do graphics. And so the main thing for me is um, getting on my philanthropy a bit more. So I'm starting my foundation that basically will help artists. Um, I'm going out to Ghana in December. And I'm going to be having a boot camp. December. Yes. Enjoyment.
0: <laughs> wow. <It's> enjoyment. So <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. I mean,
2: yeah, like I'm staying out there for a couple months because I really want to get this boot camp um, off the ground. It's mm-hmm. called the Class of 40 Boot Camp. Nice. And basically it will be centered towards artist development and the pillars of the music industry. So the gatekeepers like we've just been speaking yeah. about. Um, but the young ones that are working. So there would be a, a panel of about five or six people spanning across the different things in the industry, like Mm -hmm. PR, you know, lawyers, Mm -hmm. everything, distribution. And um, we're going to have keynote speakers in. It's going to be the length of February. And at the end, we're going to pick four amazing people to have um, a film studio session with the artist that's going to be on the panel. They'll get um, playlisting, they'll get distribution, they'll get management from me and um, a couple of other amazing things. So yeah, we're well, Le- just... Levels, 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 yeah. levels, level, 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 level. <laughs> I'm trying to provide a package deal for up-and-coming artists because again, they don't have access yeah. to that. Yeah. And if they can pay a one-time fee and get all of that within the space of a month, mm. then um, I think it, it
0: definitely will benefit them. So that's basically what so I've been doing. Sounds amazing, sounds amazing. It it does. Does. We look forward to seeing that and seeing mm. it develop. And of mm. course, seeing the documentary yes, i'm yes. so excited for you <laughs> yeah. and what you're creating and um just opening up this dialogue and us just being honest about the things that we go through as women mm-hmm. um and as black women particularly because yes, i 100%. think it's even more layered of you know when mm-hmm. it comes to us so Congratulations you. and thank you guys are you both guys. doing amazing. I'm so proud you of, of you. Thank you. Like I'm extremely <laughs> proud of you, thank first you. of all. Like
2: um, we've only known, known each other for a little while, but it's been amazing. And obviously, I hope that we work together in the future and there'll be of more course, and more girl, and more shows and hosting and podcast
1: shows. To of come. course.
2: And amazing poppy too. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. So, yeah. Um, of course, both of your information will be in the description box for everybody to take you guys yeah. out, check out your Instagrams and all the amazing things that you're doing. I've been your host noma norms and thank you for listening Thank thank you noma we are out